0: PeptiChip, a microfluidic platform for tumor antigen landscape identification, Sara Feola and Vincenzo Cerullo, from University of Helsinki, Finland, ACS-Nano, 2021. Abstract. Identification of HLA class 1 ligands from the tumor surface, ligandome or immunopeptidome, is essential for designing T-cell mediated cancer therapeutics approaches. However, the sensitivity of the process for isolating MHC1 restricted tumor-specific peptides has been the major limiting factor for reliable tumor antiger characterization, making clear the need for technical improvement. Here, we describe our work from the fabrication and development of a microfluidic-based chip and its use to identify and characterize tumor-specific ligands on clinically relevant human samples. Specifically, we assessed the potential of immobilizing a pan-HLA antibody on solid surfaces via well-characterized streptavidin-biotin chemistry, overcoming the limitations of the cross-linking chemistry used to prepare the affinity metrics with the desired antibodies in the immunopeptidomes workflow. Furthermore, to address the restrictions related to the handling and the limited availability of tumor samples, we further developed the concept towards the implementation of a microfluidic through flow system. Thus, the biotinated PEN HLA antibody was immobilized on streptavidin functionalized surfaces. The Immune Affinity Purification, IP, was carried out in customized microfluidic pillar arrays made of thioline polymer. Compared to the standard methods reported in the field, our methodology reduces the amount of antibody and the time required for peptide isolation. In this work, we carefully examined the specificity and robustness of our customized technology for immunopeptidomes workflows we tested this platform by immunopurifying HLA-1 complexes from 1 times 10 to the power of 6 cells both in a widely studied B cell line and in patient-derived X fever cell cultures instead of 5 times 10 to the power of 8 cells as required in the current technology after the final elution in mild acid HLA1 presented peptides were identified by tandem mass spectrometry and further investigated by in vitro methods. These results highlight the potential to exploit microfluidics based strategies in humanopeptidomics platforms and in personalized humanopeptidome analysis from cells isolated from individual tumor biopsies to design tailored cancer therapeutic vaccines. Moreover, the possibility to integrate multiple identical units on a single chip further improves the throughput and multiplexing of these assays with a view to clinical needs. Introduction Cancer immunotherapy relies on the priming of T-cells the generation and stimulation of cytotoxic CD8T lymphocytes within the tumor microenvironment and the establishment of an efficient and durable anti-tumor immune response. In this context, the breakthrough of immune checkpoint inhibitors to release the breaks of the immune system clearly showed the need to identify immunogenic t-cell epitopes to use for personalized therapeutic cancer vaccines. Currently, the direct isolation of the entire human leukocyte antigen HLA, presented peptide tools in the only reliable approach to identify the naturally presented HLA-1 landscape in human cell lines, tumour tissues and bodily fluids such as plasma. This methodology is based on immunoaffinity purification IP, of HLA-1 complexes from mild detergent solubilized lysates followed by extraction of hla1 peptides then the peptides are separated by chromatography and directly injected into a mass spectrometer ms currently several techniques originating from an immunoaffinity purification approach are suitable for immunopeptidomics analysis indeed significant technological advantages in chromatography MS and bioinformatics tools have facilitated the analysis of thousands of HLA-1 peptides and enabled a greater understanding of the dynamic nature of the entire HLA-1 landscape in tumor cells. Nevertheless, in the last 20 years, few improvements related to the exploration of other methodologies have been reported in the entire immunopeptidomic pipeline making this step open to further advancements. In particular, the limited size amount of clinically relevant samples challenges the IP efficiency. Indeed, human informative samples, for example, tissue needle biopsies, 1 mg, are similar to the required amount of material, 1 g or 1 cm3 to extensively study the ligandome profile of the tumour tissue. Therefore, the pooling of several samples is often required to reach a suitable amount that fits the requirements of the current immune method, making analysis of samples from a single individual very challenging. In addition, several studies reported that IP technology is the origin of significant peptide loss during sample preparation. A key to achieve a comprehensive HLA peptide profiling is the development of the entire workflow, including the pre-analytical process prior to liquid chromatography mass spectrometry LCMS analysis. An increased sensitivity in the methodology requires standardized protocols with comparable results between different laboratories and standardized controls. Here we sought to establish and characterize a microfluidic-based immobilization strategy for IP and the HLA antigen landscape for MS-based immunopeptidomics analysis that is suitable for both basic and translational studies. Specifically, we carried out the entire workflow in a single-tile-in polymer-based microfluidic chip incorporating streptavidin-functionalized micropillars. For immobilization of a biotinylated anti-PEN HLA antibody by the addition of the microfabricated pillar array. The surface-to-volume ratio of the microfluidic chip could be increased by about fourfold compared with hollow channels to maximize the peptide binding. The described protocol, including microchip fabrication and functionalization, can be conducted within one day, whereas the current used methodologies for the antigen landscape investigation requires two days. Thus, our technology is also somewhat faster than the traditional methods in the field. Moreover, the cost of ligandome investigation with the conventional IP methodology is significantly high as a result of the great consumption of the affinity matrix which requires in-house production of a relatively large amount of monoclonal antibodies from hybridoma cells. Our approach integrates a miniaturized sample preparation system into a immunopeptidomics analysis, leading to low reagent consumption, hence reducing the use of these expensive reagents as well. Both of these advantages: fast speed, less than 24 hour, and miniaturization. Also, enable the processing of cancer patients' tissue samples, ex vivo cell cultures, that could be exploited for personalized cell therapies in precision cancer medicine. In our work, we exploited the ethylene polymer based micropillar chip to implement the immunopeptidomics workflow, including careful analysis of the robustness of our technology and further validating it through relevant in vitro assays, Results and discussion. Customized microfluidic pillar arrays represent a reliable approach for antibody immobilization and antigen discovery applications. We envisioned that all the immune purification steps could be carried out with any single microfluid chip by adding a biotinylated Pan HLA antibody. To a streptavidin pre functionalized solid support structure, for example, the micropillar array, and eventually immobilizing the HLA1 complexes onto the pan HLA antibody coated solid surface. In the present study, the protocol was translated to the microchip scale to address the diverse limitations posed by the current state of art methodologies, for example. Limited availability of samples, expensive consumable materials, including monoclonal antibody. The chip design used was adapted from a previous work and incorporated an array of circa 14,400 micropillars, diameter 50 micrometer. First, osteopolymer based micropillar rays were fabricated by a UV replica molding technique and biotinylated. As described by Kieski and others. Next, the biotinylated micropillars were functionalized with streptavidin, and the biotinylated PEN HLA antibody was added, after which the cell lysate was loaded directly into the microfluidic chip to selectively trap the HLA1 complexes. After adequate washing, the trapped HLA1 complexes were eluted at room temperature by applying 7% acetic acid. Thereafter, the protocol proceeded according to the standard immunopeptidomics workflow, including purification of the eluted HLA peptides with CEPPEC C18 in acetonitrile and evaporating them to dryness by using vacuum centrifugation. The microfluidic design used in this study including the micro-pillar height, diameter and density of the pillar array was optimized in the previous work by Tehka and others to maximize the total surface area of a volume as so to maximize the amount of bound peptides per chip. On one hand, the micro-pillar diameter of 50 micrometer represents the practical minimum feasible for the replication process used in this study, whereas the layer height of 200 micrometer is the practical maximum. On the other hand, incorporation of the micropillar array ensures a significantly increased surface-to-volume ratio by about fourfold, compared with hollow microchannels of the same size, whereas the interpillar distance of 100 micrometer Center to center facilitates proper filling by capillary forces and avoids blocking of the chip by aggregates and other particulate impurities if existing in the sample. To investigate the robustness of the microchip technology, the selectivity of each step of the microchip functionalization protocol was examined. On the basis of the previous work, the amount of streptavidine is linearly independent on the concentration of the biotin, and the amount of biotin correlates with the amount of surface thiols circa fifteen plus minus one thiol group per nanometer squared for the composition used in this study according to Tehka and others. The efficiency of the streptavidine functionalization on prebiotinated micropillar rays was examined in the present work taking in account 2 different incubation times 15 minutes and 1 hour with the help of fluorescent alexafluor 488 streptavidin after 15 minutes the streptavidin layer was already built moreover to determine the effect of the streptavidin concentration on the final amount of immobilized biotinylated PenHLA antibody Several concentrations of non fluorescent streptavidin were tested in the presence of a fixed amount of the biotinylated PAN HLA antibody. In this case, the biotinylated PAN HLA antibody was incubated for 15 minutes, followed by three washing steps with PBS 200 microliter for each step. To assess the amount of the immobilized biotinylated PAN HLA antibody, at each streptavidin concentration, a fluorescent-leveled alexafluor488 secondary antibody was used to quantify the immobilized biotinylated penHLA hla antibody. Interestingly, even a ten-fold increase in the streptavidin concentration did not much affect the amount of immobilized biotinylated penHLA hla antibody, which likely resulted from steric hindrances limiting the number of available streptavidin binding sites based on this finding no further concentrations of streptavidin were explored but the highest streptavidin concentration tested 0.1 milligram per milliliter was used in all subsequent experiments to ensure maximal binding of the biotinylated penhla antibody however to further investigate the selectivity of the antibody binding onto the streptavidin functionalized micropillar surface. The impact of an additional coating step with bovin serum albumin BSA and the amount of immobilized biotinylated PenHLA antibody was examined with a view to non specific interactions. To this end, the micropillar array was preconditioned with BSA 100 microgram per milliliter in 15 millimolar BPS, 10 minutes incubation after streptavidin functionalization and efficiency of subsequent binding of the biotinylated pan HLA antibody was again determined with the help of the first and labeled secondary antibody. This procedure substantially reduces the. The amount of immobilized PenHLA antibody in comparison to the non-preconditioned surfaces, suggesting that non-specific binding sites could be blocked with a simple BSA pre-incubation step. Therefore, the BSA incubation step was adapted for all further experiments. Finally, we sought to characterize the maximum amount of immobilized biotinylated PenHLA antibody can be bound onto a single chip by using the optimized protocol. This was evaluated using multiple loading cycles of a fresh antibody batch of the same concentration, 0.5 mg per milliliter, per a single microfluidic chip. In this case, the amount of the immobilized PenHLA antibody was determined by comparing the PEN-HLA antibody amount in the feed solution versus the output solution through analyzer say. It was observed that the amount of immobilized antibody increased almost linearly along with the number of loading cycles, allowing an accurate adjustment of the total amount of immobilized biotinylated PEN-HLA antibody based on the number of loading cycles. After seven cycles the amount of immobilized antibody reached the approximate amount of forty-five microgram, which suffices, at least theoretically, for the immunopeptidum investigation of scarce biological material as ten milligram of the PAN HLA is required by the state of the art methodologies for the investigation of ten to the power of nine number of cells. With the microchip setup, 1.74 times 10 to the power of 14 molecules of antibody could be mobilized and technically 4.5 times 10 to the power of 6 cells could be investigated. Taken together, these results clearly demonstrate the feasibility of the cheapest protocol for mobilizing the pan-HLA antibody via quick biotin-streptividine chemistry which theoretically enables the identification of the HLA peptides from lower sample amounts compared with the current state-of-art protocols. Microchip-based antigen enrichment implemented the immunopeptidomics workflow allows the identification of naturally presented HLA-1 peptides. To assess whether the developed thiol EN microchip could be exploited as an IP platform for antigen discovery applications, we immunopurified HLA peptides from the human B-cell lymphoblastoid cell line J-Y. The J-Y has high expression of class 1 HLA and is homozygous for three alleles common in the human population and it has been extensively adopted for ligandome analysis, generating several publicly available ligandome repertoires. Consequently, the J-Y cell line was considered a suitable model for benchmarking the microchip-based IP technology. Hence, HLA-1 complexes were immunoaffinity purified using the thioline microchips functionalized with the amount of pan-HLA antibody as described above. However, to determine the sensitivity of our approach, the protocol was challenged by using total cell numbers as low as 50 times 10 to the power of six, 10 times 10 to the power of six, one times 10 to the power of six. The lysates were loaded in the microchips and after adequate washing with PBS, the peptides were eluted with 7% acetic acid and analyzed by tandem mass spectrometry. The entire workflow took an average from the streptavidin functionalization to dilution of the tumor peptides of less than 24 hours. A stringent false discovery rate threshold of 1% for peptide and protein identification was applied to generate data with high confidence. We were able to identify 5589, 2100, and 1804 non redundant peptides from 50 times 10 to the power of 6, 10 times 10 to the power of 6, and 1 times 10 to the power of 6 cells, respectively. As we sought to carefully analyze the ability of the microchip technology to enrich for natural HLA-1 binders and to avoid potential co-eluting contaminants, we extensively characterize the eluted peptides. First, the eluted peptides from the J-Y cell line represented the typical length distribution of a ligand zone data set with nine MERS as the most enriched peptide species. Next, the predicted binding affinity for the two HLA-1 alleles, expressed in J-Y cells was determined. J-Y cells also have a low level of the allele hla c0702 70 but the binding motif overlaps with the motifs of hla a0201 20 and hla bo 70 Hence, only these alleles were considered in the subsequent analysis. Of the non redundant 9 MERS, 78%, 83%, and 67% were predicted to be linkers to either hla 201 or HLAB0702 alleles for 50 times 10 to the power of 6, 10 times 10 to the power of 6, and 1 times 10 to the power of 6 cells, respectively. However, Gibbs' analysis was performed to deconvolute the consensus binding motifs of respective HLA1 alleles from diluted 9 peptides. These clustered in two distinct groups with a preference for reduced amino acid complexity for residues at positions P2 and omega, matching well with the known ones for hla 20 20 and HLAB0702. Next, in order to determine the role of the peptides identified, a gene ontology GO term enrichment analysis was performed on our list of nine binder source proteins. We observed an enrichment in nuclear and intracellular proteins, mainly those interacting with DNA and RNA or involved in catabolic activity. These findings were in line with reports derived from other datasets. Intriguingly, the Molecular Signature Database analysis reflected immune-associated and intracellular pathways important for B-cell biology. Indeed, we found proteins involved in IL-6 signaling required for B-cell maturation, PI3K signaling in B lymphocytes crucial in B-cell development. JAK2 in cytokine signaling, very active in stimulated B-cells, and TGF beta signaling, regulator of B-cell development and function. Finally, we set up an in vitro killing assay to further demonstrate the capacity of the microchip technology in isolating peptides and complex with HLA1 to this end, a set of three peptides was selected from our JY dataset to stimulate HLA-matched PBMC. CD8+ T cells were purified from the PBMCs and adopted as effector cells in the co-culture with JY cells to account for non-specific cytotoxicity due to the effector cells per se unstimulated pbmcs were used as a control real-time cytolysis was then monitored interestingly the cd8 plus t cells pulsed with the peptides qlvdiiekv gene name psme3 and KVLEYVIKV, gene name. M-A-G-E-A-1, show with circa 10% specific cytolysis, whereas the CD8-plus-T cells pulse with the peptide ILDKKVEKV, gene name Hsp90AB3P, induced 15% specific cytolysis, indicating specific lysis in the presence of the fine peptides. Next, we sought to investigate whether the microchip technology could identify peptides to exploit as cancer immunotherapeutic targets. To this end, the list of peptides was analyzed through HEX software. This latter is a tool previously developed by Chiara and others that is able to identify tumor antigens, similar to pathogens antigens, in order to exploit molecular mimicry and tumor pathogen cross reactivity cells in cancer vaccine development. We focused our attention on the peptide L-L-I-E-N-V-A-S-L, gene name GPX1, identified as identical to one peptide derived from the virus molluscum contagiosum. Moreover, this peptide has been described as MHC1 ligands also by other groups, IEDB database. However, no T-cell assays have been ever performed to validate it as a possible target for immunotherapy. Therefore, we purified CD8 plus T cells for the peptide-pulsed PBMCs and we used them as effector cells in co-culture with JY cells. To account for non specific cytotoxicity due to the effect of cells, per se, unstimulated PBMCs and pulse CD8 were used as a control. Real time cytolysis was then monitored and specific cytolysis was calculated. The peptide LLIENVASL was able to induce circa 15% specific cytolysis. Confirming this peptide as a possible immunotherapeutic target. To evaluate the validity of our HLA one peptide lists identified by the microchip technology, we interrogate System MHC, a repository of the immunopeptidomics data set generated by mass spectrometry. Among the non redundant nine binders identified in our data Sixty-nine percent, seventy-seven percent, and eighty-one percent were also found in a previously published ligandome dataset derived from the JY cell line, for fifty times ten to the power of six, ten times ten to the power of six, and one times ten to the power of six cells, respectively. In addition, a positive correlation between the abundance of the source protein and the HLA representation has been previously reported. Here, we sought to determine whether the same tendency was confirmed in our dataset. To this end, previously published JY proteomics data were used to retrieve the log intensity of the source proteins present in our dataset. The analysis confirmed the previous assumption, with the most abundant proteins being the main source of the HLA peptides. Furthermore, 6-peptides have recently been reported as natural HLA1-peptides from J-Y cells and have been used by Gosh and others to validate immunopeptidomic assays suitable for pharmaceutical therapies. In line with this previous observation, some of these peptides were also found in our datasets from 50 times 10 to the power of 6 cells, 3-peptides. 10 times 10 to the power of 6 cells 4 peptides and 1 times 10 to the power of 6 cells 3 peptides Finally, we further investigated side by side the ligandome output profile derived from both the standard method and the microchip at two different numbers of cells 1 times 10 to the power of 6 and 10 times 10 to the power of 6 Across two biological replicates a total of 1,134 and 387 non-redundant peptides were identified, respectively, for 10 to times 10 to the power of six and one times 10 to the power of six cells by the standard method. In contrast, in regards to the number of non-redundant peptides, the microchip isolated 2,100 from 10 times 10 to the power of six cells. And 1804 from 1 times 10 to above 6 cells. Therefore, the microchip showed higher detection sensitivity at the lowest amount of sample. Next, diluted peptides showed the typical ligandome length distribution with the 9 MERS as the most enriched species in both the standard method and the microchip depicting the same tendency retrieving a high number of peptides from 10 times 10 to the power of 6 compared to 1 times 10 to the power of 6, well in line with the decreasing availability of HLA complexes due to diverse number of cells. Next, unsupervised Gibbs clustering analysis was performed to convolute the consensus binding motifs of respective HLA one alleles from nine mer peptides, at 10 times 10 to the power of six cells in both approaches, the ninemers clustered in two groups, clearly resembling the HLA A O201 and HLA B O702 reference binding motifs. However, at the lowest number of cells, 1 times 10 to the power of six the nine MERS derived from the standard methods clustered in three groups, highlighting the presence of contaminants. Instead, the microchip at one times 10 to the power of six cells was still able to isolate peptides that clustered in two distinct groups, confirming a better efficiency in the human affinity purification at small amount of cells. Moreover, for 10 times 10 to the power of six cells among the non-redundant peptides, eighty two percent of nine mares were to be binders to at least one allele in both the standard approach and the microchip. Strictly the number of binders dropped to 41 percent in the standard method in contrast 67 percent for the microchip output confirming that the lowest amount of sample the microchip showed a better efficiency. Hence the results demonstrated that the chip-based protocol can be exploited as a reliable IP platform within the immunopeptidomic workflow, providing a potential alternative to the current state of art technology. The microfluidic chip-based platform investigates the immunopeptidome profile in scarce tumor biopsy tissue. As we demonstrated that the microchip-based technology can be exploited for the legendome analysis of the model cell line JY, we aim to challenge the platform for the investigation of a scarce tumor biopsy. Thus, an ovarian metastatic tumor, high-grade serous, was collected from the patient, and four pieces were derived from the tumoral border: S1, S2, S3, and S4. The central part of the tumor was collected as well as five. Next, the samples were weighted and as summarized in figure 8a, the size averaged from 0.01 gram to 0.06 gram. After the sample digestion, the obtained single cells suspension was lysed and processed through the microchip. Applying a stringent false discovery rate threshold of 1% for peptide and protein identification. 916, 695, 172, 1128, and 256 non-redundant peptides were identified respectively in S1, S2, S3, S4, and S5. In line with a typical ligandome profile, he generated enrichment above 70% was observed in 7 to 13 MERS spicemen. In regards to the absolute number and percentage, the amino acid length distribution showed that the 9 MERS spicemen were the most representative, confirming our and other previous immunopeptidomic analysis. Next, we further investigated the source proteins found in our data, applying gene ontology GO enrichment analysis. Consistently with a typical ligand profile, metabolic processes were reached in all the samples examined. Additionally, the analysis revealed an increase in skin and development pathway in line with the epithelial nature of the ovarian serous tumor analyzed here. Altogether, the results highlighted the feasibility of exploiting the developed microfluidic chip platform to analyze a scarce tumor biopsy the microchip-based protocol reveals the immunopeptidome landscape in patient-derived organoids. After demonstrating the feasibility of microchip-based IP technology for ligandome discovery, we sought to determine whether this technology could be applied to investigate the immunopeptidome landscape of scarce patient-derived clinical material. To this end, the microchip technology was challenged with as few as six times 10 to the power of six cells from patient-derived organoids, PDO. We selected two patients from an ongoing precision medicine study for urogenical cancers in a nephrectomy sample containing both benign and cancer tissues from a clear cell renal cell cancinoma (ccRCC) patient. And a 1 x 1 centimeter sample from a bladder cancer patient, which were further processed as 3D primary organized cultures. Applying the developed microchip technology and a stringent false discovery rate threshold of 1% for peptide and protein identification, we were able to identify a total of 576 and 2,089 non-redundant peptides in ccRCC and bladder PDO, respectively. The number of retrieved peptides differ between the two samples, with bladder PDOs resulting in more peptides than ccRCC PDOs. It is well known that HLA expression influences the amount of isolated HLA1 peptides, and consistent with this. Flow cytometry analysis revealed higher surface levels of HLA-A, HLA-B, and HLA-C in our bladder PDOs than in our CC, RCC PDOs, explaining the different yields of retrieved peptides from our samples. Analysis of the peptides showed a preference for 9 to 12 MERS, 56 0.4% in CCRCC and 47.9% in blood tumours, with enrichment in the 9mer population, in line with the typical length distribution of ligandrome analysis. To discriminate between HLA-1 binders and contaminants, Gibbs clustering and NET-MHC 4.0 analysis was performed. First, the convolution of the nine MERS showed that 55% and 67% in bladder and CCRCC PDOs, respectively, matched at least one of the patient's HLA alleles. Next, NetMHC 4.0 was applied to all nine MERS identified in our dataset. Among them, and 69% were predicted to be binders of the specific HLA of the patients. Next, the source proteins present in both our data sets were investigated. To this end, gene ontology, G.O., enriched analysis was performed. Consistent with our previous observations and published data sets, both samples showed an enrichment in intracellular and nuclear proteins interacting with RNA and involved in catabolic metabolic processes. Interestingly, the analysis highlighted the enrichment of biological pathways crucial for neutrophil activity, confirming the immune infiltrated nature of the tumour types. To demonstrate that the microchip technology that can be exploited for the rapid development of therapeutic cancer vaccines we decided to set up a killing say using PDOs as targets and PBMC's pulsed with the identified peptides as effector cells. As the amount of plasma PDOs was insufficient to proceed with further in vitro validation, we focused our analysis on CCRCC PDOs on the RNA level of the source proteins contained in our dataset we used transcriptomics levels to select putative tumor antigens using PBMC and healthy kidney tissue as reference sets next PBMC's from healthy volunteers were pulsed with the selected peptides and CD8 plus T cells isolated from those cells were used in the assay. T cells pulsed with the peptide EVAQPGPSNR gene name HSPG2 showed circa 10% specific cytolysis. In contrast, the peptides VIMDALKSSY gene name NNMT and FLAEGGGVR gene name FGA were ineffective in eliciting specific CD8 plus T cell responses. Interestingly, the pool of peptides reached a specific cytolysis of 15% in our say, overcoming the limits of the single peptide-specific CD8 plus T cells. Finally, we sought to investigate recall T cells response in the CCRCC patients. To this end, unfractionate PBMC derived from the patient were in vitro stimulated with the peptides EVAQPGPSNR, whereas unstimulated PBMCs were adopted as a control. The derived CD8 plus T cells were then added to the CCRCCPDO, showing an increased killing activity compared to the control group. Overall, these data support the potential application of the developed microchip technology with limited clinical samples, overcoming the limitations encountered in ligandome discovery for tumor biopsies. The breakthrough of immune checkpoint inhibitors ICIs targeting PD1, PDL1, and CTLA4 and their clinical approval have attracted increasing interest in the cancer immunotherapy field. Despite their clinical success, objective response rates are not yet satisfactory, 20 to 30% for many types of cancer, highlighting the need to combine ICI with approaches that aim to generate a sustained specific anti-tumor CD8 plus T cells. In this scenario, To design effective tumor rejection and protection strategies, the reliable identification of tumor peptides binding to HLA1 has become a hot topic. The direct identification of the peptides from the HLA1 complex still represents the best established and the most widely used method for their identification. Nevertheless, the immunopeptidomics workflow is relatively complex and thus represents a limitation in the antigen discovery process. Currently, the inability to analyze immunopeptidomes from a small amount of biological materials, for example tissue needle biopsy, the sample throughput and the heavy antibody consumption in the current IAP platform have been depicted as the main technical challenges to address. Moreover, the human immunopeptidome project hipp meeting report indicated that during the purification steps only approximately 0.5 to 3 percent of hla peptides are recovered with most peptides lost during ip making this procedure the major technology gap in the overall workflow it is clear that we need to explore the and develop strategies for isolation of HLA-1 peptides and that the field would greatly benefit from additional technique advancements. In this work, we proposed a possible solution to overcome several technical issues hindering the ligandome research with the main focus on the limited availability of material to analyze on the cost of consumable. And on prologated protocols, by exploiting the well-characterized biotin-streptavidin interaction to immobilize biotinylated anti-HLA antibody on streptavidin-functionalized surfaces, we were able to replace the current technology based on affinity matrices prepared by cross-linking reactions with a microchip platform, reducing time and costs. Indeed, our microchip requires only 45 minutes to generate an immunoaffinity matrix, whereas the standard approach demands 2 hours and 20 minutes. However, the current HLA immunoprecipitation spans for 3 hours and 30 minutes. In contrast, in our technology, the addition of the cell lysate overnight is followed by 5 minute elution on the following day. The limitations posed by the paucity of the material, for example, needle biopsy, inspired the work towards the implementation of a microfluidic protocol. In this work, we employed a custom microchip protocol involving a thiol polymer-based micropillar array as the solid support for further biofunctionalization and enabled performing the entire IP procedure. a single microfluid chip. Theol ions are an emerging class of polymers that facilitate not only low-cost microfabrication via non-clear room replica moulding, but also implementation of a wealth of subsequent tailor-made surface functionalizations at a significant lower cost. As our approach offers an unexplored tool for IP The custom-designed protocol necessitated careful analysis of its specificity and robustness. Therefore, several characterization steps and through method validation were performed to establish the technical basis of the protocol. First, every step of microchip surface functionalization was examined to set up the best experimental conditions for subsequent steps. By incorporating the microfabricated pillar architecture, the total surface area A to volume V ratio could be increased by about fourfold from circa A to V equal 10.7 millimeter to the power minus one for hollow microchannels the same size to circa A to V equal 39 point zero millimeter to the power of minus one to micropillar rays. This was critical to increasing the binding capacity f- while ensuring flawless filling of the chip thanks to the well defined micropillar ray. Instead of coating the microchip surface directly with the biotinylated Pan HLA antibody, we decided to build the first layer with streptavidin bound onto the pre biotinylated with biotin-PEG4-alkyne microchip surface as to, to get a longer linked out from the pillar surface enhancing the antibody binding capacity the effect of this streptavidin concentration was analyzed in regard to its binding efficiency and then to the amount of immobilized antibody which was shown to increase in a streptavidin concentration-dependent manner. However, even 10-fold increases in the tested concentrations showed only small differences, suggesting that the saturation of the antibody binding capacity was achieved. To further increase the selectivity of the intercreation between streptavidin and the biotinylated related PanHLA antibody, we also included PSA incubation as the blocker step after streptavidin coating to avoid non-specific antibody interaction that could interfere with the antibody activity as expected bsa preconditioning decreased the total amount of bound antibody confirming the addition of bsa as the blocking agent reduces the non-specific interaction of the antibody with the chip surface increasing the selectivity of the binding between streptavidin and biotinylated pan-HLA antibody. Using this functionalization protocol, the amount of pan-HLA antibody immobilized onto the chip was shown to increase somewhat linearly along with antibody loading cycles, so that an antibody amount of 45 microgram was reached after seven cycles. This amount of pan-HLA antibody, theoretically, suffices for carrying out IP of scarce biological material while being substantially lower than the amount employed in the current IP platform, which is typically between 1 and 10 mg of antibody. Next, we sought to investigate the feasibility of the microchip technology for incorporation as an integral component for IP in the ligandome protocol to investigate scarce biological material. On the basis of publicly available ligandome data and on the alleles, profiles, the EBV transformed human B cell line JY appeared as a reliable model to evaluate whether the Pen HLA antibody functionalized microchip could serve as an IP platform in the ligand dome analysis. Hence, the validation of the microchip based protocol was conducted by using the JY cell line and challenged with as few as 50 times 10 to the power six, 10 times 10 to the power of 6 and 1 times 10 to the power of 6 cells, instead of the 5 times 10 to the power of 8 to 1 times 10 to the power of 9 cells commonly required in the current state-of-art IP methodologies. The peptides trapped by an eluted from the microchip clearly show the typical length distribution of a ligandome data set with enrichment in nine MERS species. Moreover, NetMHC 4.0 analysis for HLA-A0201 and hla 702 identified 78%, 83% and 67% of the nine MERS as binders in the dataset derived from 50 times 10 to the power of six 10 times 10 to the power 6 and 1 times 10 to the power 6 cells, respectively. The data were further corroborated by the deconvolution analysis, unsupervised Gibbs clustering that identified motifs resembling the reference ones. We are aware that the JY cell line also expresses a low level of HLACW0702. However, the binding motifs overlap with the motifs of the hla 201 and hla 702 hindering the reliable analysis for hla 702 as reported in Bassani and others. Accordingly, our analysis was focused on the hla 201 and hla 702 alleles, Following these first preliminary results, we further characterized the peptide list by GO and MSIGDB analysis. These latter revealed an enrichment in nuclear and intracellular proteins in line with published Lingendome datasets. Most importantly, an enrichment in pathways essential for B cell biology was observed. Consistent with the nature of the model used in the microchip methodology. Last, the validation of the identified peptides in an in vitro killing assay confirmed that the peptides were actually presented on the JY cell surface, as they were killed in a specific CD8 T cell dependent fashion. The peptides ILDKKVEKV found in our dataset elicited the higher percentage of specific cytolysis. This peptide is a known B-cell epitope in the human epitope database, IEDB. And interestingly, it derives from the pseudogene HSP90AB3P. In line with this, altered pseudogene expression in cancer has been reported. The upregulation of peptides derived from the pseudogene could break the T-cell tolerance inducing the activation of auto-reactive T-cells. In this scenario, peptides from the pseudogene are an interesting target to exploit for cancer therapeutic approaches. To benchmark our results with the state of art in the ligandome field, we carefully compared our data with well-established and solid data sets. We investigated two main factors, the presence of our eluted 9 MERS in the reference database, and the intensity of the source proteins. As a result, an average of 76% of the non-redundant 9 MERS were also found in the reference database, and the abundance of these source proteins clearly showed a direct correlation with HLA presentation, consistent with previous observations. Moreover, the six peptides recently listed as natural HLA1 peptides from the J-Y cell line in Gauche and others were also present in our datasets. The comprehensive technical characterization and the method validation results derived from the microchip-based protocol in ligandome analysis of the model J-Y cell line clearly evidenced that the microchip protocol was a robust tool to be integrated with the immunopeptidomics workflow and that the methodology could be exploited to investigate the antigen landscape of scarce clinically relevant material. This is a key aspect for applicability, since the primary target population metastatic cancer patients rarely undergo operations and, therefore, samples are mainly obtained by needle biopsies. The number of cells derived from a needle biopsy account from 1.65 times 10 to the power of 6 to 6 times 10 to the power of 6 with differences depending on the tumor models and medical personal expertise. In the clinical setting, the patient sample size often hinders HLA peptidome discovery and several attempts in the field have been attempted in the field to tackle this limitation, for instance, by establishing cell lines or the use of patient-derived Xenograph mouse models. However, the manipulation of the patient-derived samples to obtain a sufficient amount of biomaterial is time and cost intensive, and additionally, it could compromise the biological significance. To assess whether the microchip technology could address these issues, at least in part, we apply the microchip technology for ligand dome analysis of scarce ovarian tumor biopsies and then for the analysis of CCRCC and bladder tumor PDOs. The microchip-based technology was successfully exploited for the ligandome analysis of multiple scars of ovarian tumour biopsies, investigating the ligandome profile of samples inaccessible to state-of-the-art methodologies in the field. Recently, PDO cell pellets from colorectal cancer have been extensively investigated in immunopeptidomic analysis. In this work, we challenged the microchip technology by scaling down the amount of PDO cell pellets down to 6 times 10 to the power of 6 cells for each sample. As expected, the microchip was able to isolate peptides that reassembled the typical ligandome length distribution. Additionally, the number of eluted peptides directly relied on the HLA surface levels in the PDOs, confirming that the peptides were most likely hla ligands. Of note, the biological pathway analysis of the source protein strongly suggested tumor-immune infiltration. Indeed, CCRCC exhibits recruitment of neutrophils. The in turn supports cell invasion by modulating the ER ER-beta-VEGFA and HIF2-alpha signaling pathways. Although bladder tissue under physiological conditions lacks neutrophil inflation, tumoral transformation correlates with higher recruitment of neutrophils in the tumour sites. We validated diluted peptides from the CCRCCPs in vitro killing assay. Peptide selection is of utmost importance for T cell-based cancer immunotherapies, and several strategies have been pursued so far. In this work, we selected peptides based on the RNA expression level data to treat from human protein atlas. Prioritizing peptides that retained low expression in both healthy renal tissue and PBMCs as a severe or lethal side effects due to the lack of tumor specificity, have been reported in several cancer vaccine approaches. This strategy allowed the selection of three peptides to be employed for the stimulation of PBMCs from healthy donor. Interestingly, only CD8 plus the cells isolated for PBMC is stimulated with the peptide EVAQPGPSNR listed specific cytolysis. This peptide derives from the heparan sulfate proteoglycan HSPG2 and has been reported as overrepresented peptides HLA1 peptide in colorectal cancer making it a tumour-associated antigen to further investigate. Conclusions. This work integrates chip microfluidic technologies as a component with the immunopeptidomics workflow. Addressing the main issues, that are universally recognised challenges in the field with regard to the scarcity of biological material, costs, long and laborious protocols and the need for extensive sample handling. In particular, a typical ligandome experiment requires 5 times 10 to the power of 8 number of cells, whereas in this work we showed that the microchip could isolate HLA peptides from 1 times 10 to the power of 6 cells, drastically reducing the amount of input material. From a clinical point of view, our technology paves the way to the ligandome analysis of a needle biopsy that usually counts for one point six five times ten to the power of six to six times ten to the power of six number of cells. Besides technical characterization and method validation in microchip technology was adopted to the antigen discovery process of clinical samples PUs. Among the reported results, the key finding was that our customized design microchip protocol was able to isolate HLA relevant ligands from as few as 6 times 10 to the power of 6 cells instead of 3.85 times 10 to the power 7 to 1 times 10 to the power of 8 cells, which is the state of the art, as recently reported in the same context. We envision that this technology may be further developed for clinical practice in therapeutic cancer vaccine development. Thank you for listening. If you have any suggestion, leave your article you would like to listen to, follow me on Twitter, pubreading, or send me an email info.pub.reading at gmail.com. Let's connect.